Welcome to Ready, Set, Scale, a podcast that focuses on how to buy, sell, and use technology solutions in different markets. I'm your host, Shannon Tomlinson, Senior Director of Marketing here at ScanSource. Our topic today spans across multiple verticals, including healthcare, retail, and mobility. In this episode, we're going to hear from Extreme Networks. We have some special guests today. Hosting today is Charles Swearington, Business Development Specialist for Extreme at ScanSource. And with him is Jeremiah Shea, Head of U.S. Commercial Sales at Extreme. Charles, take it away. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. My name is Charles Swearington. I'm the Business Development Specialist for Extreme Networks here at ScanSource, and we've got an awesome podcast coming up. Have a really special guest. We've got the head of U.S. commercial sales at Extreme Networks. We're going to go through a myriad of questions looking at how to go to market, how to start going to market and winning with Extreme, and really covering some great topics overall in the industry that spans across most, if not all, of our verticals. Without further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Jeremiah Shea. Jeremiah, why don't you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your history in the industry? Yeah, I appreciate you having me on here, Charles. As you said, my name is Jeremiah Shea. I'm the director of U.S. Commercial Sales here at Extreme. I've been with the company now for almost seven years. been running this team now and this arm of the business for the better part of two and a half, three years. Prior to that, I managed channel at Extreme for the first part of my stint here. And then prior to that, I spent almost 10 years in distribution in and around partners. Started off and and spent a variety of roles in distribution from starting off as kind of a pre-sales engineer, moved over to the sales side, spent time in kind of business development, market development, and then ultimately landed as kind of a retail expert that was cross-functional, looking at a variety of different technologies. So been a journey, but you know, the whole time have been surrounded by amazing resellers and partners that you guys work with and has always been kind of my passion spot to work with that side of the business. So awesome. We are so excited to have you on here. And I know you mentioned you've got a little bit of background in distribution as well. So that kind of segues into my first question. So we have a broad range of resellers from people selling barcoding, point of sale, networking security, everything from mobile computer solutions into warehouses, telephony products into healthcare. So what do you think for our partners is the biggest inherent risk to these technologies functioning properly in today's world? Yeah, that's a great question, Charles. I mean, I think there's one commonality between all the various technology and endpoint devices that are running in an organization today, besides electricity, that is. And that's really (laughs) right? right? It's both wired and wireless. I mean, today's network, you think about it, a network in any organization today kind of connects the people powers the entire tech stack and delivers all the critical applications. And it's a bit scary. The network truly is this kind of critical singular point of failure. So when you think about that from a spectrum, I mean, you know, we all have kids, we all have houses. A lot of people have connected devices running in their houses. I mean, we know the impact when a network is down, right? But a network is not just on and off. It's not just up and down. It's in most cases running on a spectrum, right? It's kind of, you know, where does somebody's network performance and network experience lie? That's the common theme. So, you know, for resellers that are coming at the table from a telephony point of view, from a a barcoding mobile computer kind of AIDC point of view, coming to the table from selling security cameras as their primary, the critical thing to understand is that technology runs on top of a network. And what does that look like? It's like, I'm building a house. What does the foundation look like? What does the plumbing electricity look like? Should I be 
hanging pictures or should I be, you know, breaking down walls to understand what's really underneath it and, and my setup for success? Absolutely. That really does cover a lot of what we do at ScanSource's solution selling. And something I've always found interesting was networking really overlaps with all of our verticals here. Can you elaborate on what really makes the network different than other endpoint devices? Yeah, absolutely. From my point of view, the network today is kind of this living, breathing, always on service delivery platform. Again, it's always on. It's always providing connectivity, whether it's wireless network or wired ports that are on the wall or running off of a switch. It's foundational and it's pervasive, right? It's hitting every part of a building, again, from the wired side or more specifically in today's day and age, a wireless side. It's, it's every floor, it's every room, it's indoors, outdoors in some cases. So again, it's foundational, like with it or more realistically, when it's running poorly, you know, the downstream impact becomes immeasurable. Like people can manage, again, back to your question as far as like, how is it different? People can manage if a credit card reader goes down. Like they know the impact, I can't, you know, check people out. Or one security camera is having some issues, you know, maybe there's one section of the building that you lose visibility to. But think about it from this perspective, network issues takes everything down with it. It's kind of like electricity. So Like I think about it again, back to kind of like a smart home. Would you invest in a new ring doorbell or a new smart TV or an Amazon Alexa knowing you have bad Wi-Fi? Of course not, right? We all know if I got bad Wi-Fi, I'm probably going to fix that first before I start adding kind of gizmos and gadgets on top of it. So same sort of thing. That's the biggest thing that's different is a poorly functioning network can cause downstream impact everywhere. And it kind of shows up at the table as IT tickets typically, right? People that can't connect. Devices aren't functioning. My applications are slow to load. It's all kind of a root problem, root challenge back to the network. So, Absolutely. And as we know in this industry, a lot of times, especially nowadays, network down means profitability loss. It means inefficiencies that in today's market are just unacceptable. So that leads me into my next question. So you talk to customers daily about the health of their network. And I know you've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. What are some common challenges you hear about in your day-to-day engaging with organizations when a network is suboptimal? It runs the gamut, really, because again, you know, it being kind of this always-on service delivery platform, there's so many things that can go wrong. And again, the network isn't just on or off. Remember, it's on a spectrum. So like, you know, is it 99% functioning well? Is it in the 60s? Is it in the 30s? Like, you know, think about it from that perspective. But what we see, I mean, there's a variety of issues. High bandwidth usage for one, right? Think about that in a healthcare facility. We had somebody that came over from one of the largest hospitals in the U.S. that's now running on our product team, said that more than 50% of his bandwidth at the hospital he was at was being used by guests. And it makes sense. You're sitting in the waiting room. You broke your arm. What are you doing? First, I'm FaceTiming my family to show them that I broke my arm. (laughs) Right, right. Then I'm bored and I'm scrolling TikTok and Instagram. And then I'm really bored because I'm deprioritized, right? There's other people that have breathing problems and whatnot. So now I'm watching movies on, on Netflix and whatnot. So all of those are video, 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 high, high, high bandwidth. And it kind of leaves, considering there's kind of one pipe that comes into a building for internet connectivity, the more you eat up, the less pie there is for everybody else. And everybody else being, in this case, the doctors and the nurses that have to get stuff done. So high bandwidth usage for sure. Another one that we hear customers that love to talk about this is just to ask them if they have spotty Wi-Fi anywhere. Everybody's got somewhere in the building where it doesn't work, whether it's you know the third floor, the back corner of this office. It always gets kind of high priority when the CEO, like in my office, it doesn't work. <laughs> conference rooms, so spotty Wi-Fi, and then, you know, just a bunch of other kind of more housekeeping things. You could have, you know, old networking equipment, 
right? And because it's old, it's kind of a smaller pipe and therefore it's causing some backup. You can have a malfunctioning device, whether that's a wireless access point or a switch. Something even as simple as a damaged cable. We know that you know security cameras, conference room phones, desk phones all plug in typically now to a network switch. They're IP connected. If that cable is damaged, could be causing issues. Even things like wireless interference, a lot of people don't know, but like microwave ovens cause wireless interference. So like break rooms are typically kind of bad for Wi-Fi, partially because of that, or even misconfigured devices, right? You know, somebody that programmed a wireless access point to operate a certain way, maybe they forgot a setting or something like that. So a lot of different things. And that just goes to show that, you know, that foundational layer is, is so fluid, right? That you have to be understanding that what you're walking into from a networking perspective, because everything else on top of it functions off of it. Absolutely. It's such an important catalyst for our resellers. And obviously we have segments and verticals that some resellers do better than others. So kind of brings me to my next question. If we have resellers who aren't familiar or they're not comfortable, but they want to probe, they want to get into the networking. You know, we have a lot of them tell me all the time, I feel like I'm leaving money on the table here. Within these opportunities, what can they ask? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and to your point, they are leaving money on the table. You know, we had a partner just a couple of months ago selling to a retail store, 450 locations. They were selling barcoding and like an inventory solution, asked about the wireless network and asked about the wired network that those access points were plugging into. And it added a half a million dollars of incremental business to that deal. So they're definitely missing out if they're not asking about it. And that's just the revenue side of it. Obviously, there's the functionality side. If they didn't ask, those barcode scanners, probably they would have got calls back later to say like, hey, the inventory solution you sold us doesn't work. And it's not that. It's the network that they were installing it on. So yeah, if there's people that want to just probe a little bit and, and are looking for some things to ask, to me, that part's pretty easy. You could be asking how their Wi-Fi is functioning. Like that, I mean, ask a teenager about that at their house. Like people love to complain about Wi-Fi today. Right, <laughs> right. That one, all the skeletons come out of the closet typically just on that one. How's your Wi-Fi functioning? When was your last network refresh? You know, for those that aren't familiar, networks aren't typically done all at once. Usually you have like data center layer, core and aggregation layer switching, which are your bigger switches, edge switches, which are typically what you see plugged in at the edge for, you know, some phones or some printers, and then your Wi-Fi. So depending on how large an organization is, it could be chunked out into two, three, four different sections. And all those are refreshed at different times just because of the complexity of it. You can't take it all offline. So asking when their last network refresh was, or even how critical is whatever device they've engaged you on to their business. So if they call you and they say, hey, we want new phones, right? And you understand, okay, this is a healthcare customer. And you say, okay, great. How critical are these phones? And they tell you, not too critical or complete opposite. These are for doctors and nurses. They're mission critical. They have to be online. That totally changes the discussion because now we have an understanding that the network is going to be helping in the functionality. You know, those phones can't just like be the superhero on their own, so to speak. So just asking what's the criticality of whatever they've engaged you on, security cameras, digital signage, AIDC products, whatever it is, how critical is that? Again, AIDC is another great example. Most warehouses and things where they're doing inventory, manufacturing and things like that, they actually have a number in a lot of cases, like what a minute of downtime means to them efficiency-wise. So if it's a mission critical thing like that, they'll know, oh yeah, you know, an hour of downtime costs us this because we can't get boxes out the door. Great. Well, 
that means we have to address both the barcoding side as well as what's going to be powering them, which is the network. So that would be another one. Last one, this is more of a generic question, is just how many IT tickets they typically see or how much time IT spends on troubleshooting. Like this is usually kind of a time suck. As I said, somebody could be saying, I have connectivity problems, the printer isn't working, my CRM is really slow to load. All those things that turn up as IT tickets usually have some sort of traceable route back to, okay, they're having that problem because something in the network. Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting too, because we've seen such an influx of at least curiosity from our partners recently. I mean, specifically in the structured cabling market, we're seeing a lot of partners realize, hey, there is a lot of incremental dollars sitting on that table when I don't ask about the network. But for some, this is still stretching pretty far outside of their comfort zone. Can you walk us through what's really in it for them? Yeah. And I think, you know, some of it we've probably danced around and probably made clear already pretty quickly, but by addressing the network and let's say, you know, you've asked the questions, you've helped them understand the criticality of it. They're bought in on not just going with the security cameras, but also addressing some, some challenges in their network. So they're bought in on that. That's the ideal landing point. But what does it mean for you by modernizing it and ensuring that it's highly functional? Number one, first and foremost, above all else, is that it's going to ensure that your primary solution functions. That example that I gave of like a phone system for doctors and nurses, the phone system can't just be the superhero. If you can't just program the phones to just work no matter what, it's contingent and reliant on the network. So by addressing that, you're going to make sure that your solution functions and functions well. That's probably the most important answer. But then you have two other kind of ancillary benefits here. As we talked about before, it's going to increase your opportunity size. So I gave that example of it increasing, you know, a half a million dollars on a deal that was, you know, just going to be for barcoding AIDC products specifically. So that's always helpful. It delivers additional value from you as a reseller. You're coming to the table more as a consulting trusted advisor to say like, hey, you're asking us for A. We know B is needed in order for A to run. Let's talk about the big picture. So additional value from that. And the last piece would be the network is really a power position in most organizations, just given everything that's reliant on it. You get into that spot, as you said, like structured cabling people are trying to climb their way back into that. It's really touches every piece. So a lot of the folks that sell into this space do have visibility into other projects that are coming just because of its pervasive nature. Right. No, absolutely. That totally makes sense. And I'm sure a lot of our partners, though, you know, who are tuning in, they still might not be 100% comfortable or have the expertise within their organization to lean into providing network solutions. How can they overcome this? And is there any way for them to kind of dip their toes in? You know, something that I've always thought Extreme has done really well is scalability, training resources. You know, what, what are you guys offering to kind of for them to start out and go to market with? Yeah, we, we've thought through that as well, just because for those that don't know, we acquired Zebra's wireless assets a while ago. We have DNA within our organization that comes from some of these other ancillary markets. We acquired Avaya, so we have some folks in here with phone expertise, some folks with mobile computing, AIDC expertise. So knowing all of that, you know that people aren't necessarily going to have this as part of their bench engineering that can support it and the comfort. And we've tried to make that super simple by kind of building a cloud network branch office in a box. So, you know, it includes our cloud management platform, three wireless access points, a wired switch, our full analytics suite, you know, including guest analytics, location analytics, wireless security analytics, as well as support and licensing. So everything that's needed to talk about a single location kind of branch and modernizing it. So it's dead simple, kind of an easy add-on. You know, I think about folks that the phones, the security cameras, the AIDC stuff is kind of their burger. This is an easy add-on fries to it. You can take this 
add it to quotes, position it as like, hey, you know, we want to think holistically, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, about everything when you're coming to the table about a video conferencing solution. And then that opens up the discussion where, you know, they can come back and either lean on scan source resources or extreme resources to help because the intention isn't take this bundle and away you go. Goodbye. We'll never see you again. It's is to use this as a concept starting point to be able to position it with the customer. And then when people say, yes, that's actually of interest and we want to, you know, get further into it. Again, they have resources at ScanSource and Extreme to lean on to help kind of further that discussion and get it to the finish line with them. Absolutely. And I'll just say this, I'm at the distribution level and I absolutely love the bundle SKU idea. I think it's a great way to dip your toes in. It's simplified, but I've got to ask this question. There's rarely a time that not all solutions are a one size fits all. So what ultimately is going to happen if a partner, they add networking to their line and the customer needs something slightly different than what you have in your bundle? Yep. That's actually not a problem. And that kind of actually the point of this, the bundle, as I said, is, is more a concept, a starting point. So if a partner out there positions it to a customer as a solution to kind of their networking challenges, you're floating out kind of a refresh idea. I mean, if the customer likes what they see and the business outcomes that's going to be delivered by this, even if they need to make any sort of changes like adjusting the switch size, we see that a lot. Like the 24 port switch doesn't work, we need a 48 port. Or maybe they need to add some access points in terms of quantity or add some different ones. All of that is part of the flexibility of this. So it's not a single SKU locked in stone, has to be three access points in one switch, has to be exactly the products that we spec for this. That would be kind of foolish just because, you know, it's not going to fit in the majority out there. So if you think about it more as a concept as a starting point, it's something that you can use to position to a customer to add to an early discussion or an early quote. And then, as I said, from there, they can call into scan sources, engineering resources or extremes to help. And we can help make those ads, moves and changes. So the customer says, I just did my wireless last year. I don't need that. We take it out. Or, hey, we need a couple extra switches. We add those in. But they don't have to feel the pressure to be able to do that themselves. They've already floated the concept and customer bought in. Now they can come back to either one of us to help make those ads, moves and changes and get it to that final state. Absolutely. That's something Extreme's always done really well. They've been really good at variability and being agile in this situation. So what are some of the benefits our customers can expect to see from adopting this bundle? I'm sure it's got to be more than just a Wi-Fi network. Extreme's always got some value adds that are secondary value adds and even tertiary value adds. What's the focal point of this bundle in terms of value? Yeah, it's funny you say that, Charles. Like, it's not just Wi Fi. In fact, you know, when we're out there talking to customers about this bundle, or we've seen partners talking about it, if you're simply talking about that it has three access points and a switch and it's going to give you Wi Fi, you know, that was the way it was talked about five, 10, 15 years ago. The network, just given the criticality of it and the pervasiveness of it, has really evolved over the years. Think about just everything that it touches from the people to the tech stack to the applications. There's a lot of intelligence and a lot of visibility that the network can glean. So for us, we don't talk much about speeds or feeds or port count when selling this bundle. That's actually not the value the customer's looking for. Like They're not coming to the table saying, like, my Wi-Fi's broke. I need a two-by-two radio access point or I need an eight-port switch to fix it. Right. So our focus is more around, you know, kind of four main categories and then some sub bullets beneath there. But it's all business outcome based. Right. And these are just challenges that we've heard that we're now echoing back a solution on. So, you know, the four main categories that we think of through is, you know, network and any sort of technology really in today's day and age should be simple. Right. It has to be secure. 
agile or flexibility, you know, especially in today's day and age, you have to have solutions that have the ability to pivot inherently built into them. And then intelligence is the last kind of category. So from a simplicity standpoint, again, thinking about a, a cloud network and the refreshing something that's managing all their technology at all their sites. For us, it's really fast to deploy, which is important for them. Easy to manage once it's set up. So, you know, they'll have kind of one cloud view of all their sites, all their devices, all the infrastructure, everything that's running from one simple dashboard, so to speak. From a security standpoint, they won't have any downtime. I know that was kind of a yesteryear concern of cloud. We've actually had zero downtime in three years running now. You know, it used to be before wow. that we were a lot of companies talk about being 99.999 or 11 nines of uptime, meaning that's how many decimal places. That was us three years ago. We've actually had zero downtime for almost three years running now. So no downtime, highly certified. We've set the bar in line with the AWSs and Google Clouds of the world in terms of our certification process. Agility, it's really easy for us to scale new sites, even providing choice and flexibility on how you deploy this. It could be public, private, or on-prem. The same kind of universal products can go cloud or on-prem, so lots of flexibility built into it. And then the last piece that I think is most important is the intelligence. Like, you know, one side of the coin, it can help them fix problems faster since it's kind of one view of everything. And there's machine learning and artificial intelligence kind of crunching numbers in the background. When there's a problem, it can actually direct you to how to fix that problem quickly. And then the other side of that coin is if you have more time because you're not spending all your time troubleshooting, there's actual insights that you can glean from the platform that can help your business be more strategic, either be more efficient or how they position themselves against the competition. So that is really strong messaging. There's a topic you touched on that has me intrigued, and that is business intelligence. That is something I think Extreme has always done very well with. Can you dive in a little bit more to that for our resellers? Just kind of what you mean by business intelligence. And can you provide some examples, maybe in a couple different verticals of how you guys are utilizing that and winning with it? It's my favorite topic to talk about. Like, you know, usually when I'm talking to a customer or even talking to partners, that's where I typically like to steer the conversation is like, let's go to the whiteboard and start thinking about, you know, some of the biggest challenges that you guys have or biggest corporate initiatives that you have and how might we be able to impact that or drive benchmarks or understand if you're actually moving the needle in the right direction. So for us, our business insights that come from the included analytics suite. So again, with this bundle, the analytics suite, guest and location analytics come with it. They have the ability to kind of track both. And what do I mean by that? I can give you some examples of three common verticals that everybody kind of sells in. Healthcare, retail, manufacturing, I'm sure most people that are tuning in probably sell to at least one of the three. And one example might be understanding traffic flow. Okay, so where are people moving? For healthcare, that could mean tracking how quickly a patient makes their way through the healthcare system from they've entered the door to the waiting room through triage to back out the door, right? And privatized healthcare in the US, literally the amount of people you make through the system is the more money you're making. Right. So everybody's got corporate initiatives around that in the healthcare system. We can track it, set benchmarks, all of that. In retail, it's understanding are people shopping in the men's or women's section? Or where is traffic flowing around the store to make sure I have it laid out the right way? Are people kind of like coming in the front door, going around a bookcase of sorts and then walking out? Well, maybe I need to redirect them. Kind of like, you know, if you've ever shopped at Ikea, they get trapped in the maze. That's a good thing because it means you're looking for product and buying more. I think of Lululemon, they have a corporate initiative right now to drive male traffic in their stores. So how much is being done today? How long are people spending in the men's section? That's all things that guest and location analytics can help track. And in education, traffic flow might be where are people going during a fire drill, right? Is everybody going through the front door? That's not good. 
So that's one example. Another example is tracking valuable assets. Every vertical has valuable assets. And with the, you know, the analytics suite in our bundle, you can track where they are in an environment. So, you know, again, going back to our three examples, healthcare, it might mean where those expensive barcode scanners that nurses use to scan the bracelet and the medicine could mean tracking even non-Wi-Fi devices like a wheelchair. A lot of times those go out to the parking lot and then they end up in people's trunks on accident. Right. right. In a store, maybe you're tracking a mobile payment terminal or a tablet an employee uses to work with customers. In a school, maybe you're tracking Chromebooks or a mobile tablet cart. So everybody's got expensive assets. The system in the bundle can help obviously track that. Last example is, is promotions. Like a lot of companies run them. They cost a the company money. So most want to understand the ROI. For healthcare, maybe it's like a free booster shot clinic. Do we get new patients? Yes or no? How many? How long did they stay? Retail, you know, it's, it's getting to be that time of year. Maybe they hired Santa Claus and it cost them $5,000. Did that bring in new customers? Yes or no? I mean, one way to track is point of sale, right? Yes, we sold more that day, but maybe your existing customers just bought more. And the promotion that you drove didn't actually drive new customers. Right. For a school, maybe they run a volunteer parent night and the program obviously costs money. But was the program they built, did it attract parents? Did they bring in new parents? How long did the parents stay? You know, did they come in, shake the teacher's and principal's hand and walk out the door? So anytime you're talking promotion, it's a cost of the company and it's expectation to drive results. But how are you benchmarking that and measuring the impact? And these are just three examples in three verticals that the guest and location analytics that's included with our bundle can provide. I always tell customers, like, I come to the table with ideas. And then typically when I'm kind of talking through some of these, they start sending them back like, hey, could it do this? Could it do that? And that's where you want to get the customers because now they've started the discussion with you as a partner around new phones. We've asked them what's the criticality and they said it's for doctors and nurses. They have to work. So we say, okay, now the network's in scope. Customer agrees. Position the bundle. Great. Like now you're talking to me about phones and bundle and the networking side of it. We're in a good spot. But now that you have them talking about this, their head's in a completely different space, right? And maybe they're bringing in more of the executive team to the table and you're building stronger relationships because now the business is interested in like, wait a minute, what can these phones and network combination deliver for me? And it's just some idea starters for you. So, you know, it's like I said, what I love talking about the most is, is the intelligence side and all that's included with our bundle to make it really easy to deliver value. Well, I'm telling you, there is so much value in this bundle that stretches far beyond just modernizing a company's Wi-Fi. Can you touch on, is there anything else our reseller community should be aware with these bundles or just with Extreme in general? Yeah, I mentioned I worked in distribution for a long time. I actually, prior to the networking world, lived and breathed in the AIDC space. So I'm really familiar with a lot of the major manufacturers from the mobile computing space to barcode scanners to label printers and all of that. So one thing I know ScanSource is big here, you know, in terms of the partnership with Zebra. One thing they like mentioned of is our partnership with Zebra. We've jointly built an app that runs on Zebra mobile computers and it provides visibility on our cloud platform of those devices. So like, you know, when you're on our cloud platform, you'd actually see where those devices are and check a variety of different statistics on them. But most importantly, is kind of a 360 view of the device's functionality understanding just a, a bigger picture of what all those devices, once they're deployed, how they're functioning and that sort of thing. That's interesting. So the 360 degree view is something that I myself am familiar with, but I'm sure a lot of our resellers, if they're not in the networking community, they may not be. What do you mean by that? What is the functionality of that? And honestly, what does it look like to not have that visibility in your network? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Like, you know, historically for anybody that's sold in the AIDC space, Let's say the Zebra devices, like a, a bunch of mobile computer devices are deployed in a warehouse. 
right? It's inventory tracking. They're tracking, you know, boxes coming in and out. And any sort of issue typically impacts efficiency, right? Somebody's got a dead Wi-Fi space. Barcode scanners can't scan there. We're not pushing out as many boxes. And typically in the past, like the user would only be able to see kind of what's happening on one side or the other. What do I mean by that? You could see okay, my Zebra device is showing poor Wi-Fi connectivity. I think the network sucks. That's going to be my feedback is like, I can't be productive because the network sucks in this part of the building. The other side of the coin, well, like I said, you get kind of one view or the other is you'd have a view of the network and the network would say, okay, I can see the device. It looks like Wi-Fi is functioning. looks like wired is functioning. I think the network's good. And yet you still have a worker saying, I can't do my job. And people are saying, well, two different tools, two different points of view are saying two conflicting things. How do I fix that quickly and get this person, more importantly, back to being productive? So it's kind of difficult to understand with that siloed view of what the problem is and how do I fix it? It could even be the application, right? You have the device, you have the network, and then you have the application. And it's really complicated kind of adding lots of extra time to figure it out with, meanwhile, the business driving down your throat, like we need to get this fixed. Somebody's sitting there not doing their job. So with our partnership and this kind of application that runs, you get kind of a summary of both sides. It's like I said, a 360 view in the sense that the device kind of reports what it's seeing, the network reports what it's seeing on the other side, and you're able to get an understanding of what the true story is. It's kind of like what they say, right? Like there's three sides to every story, this person's view, this person, and then the truth in the middle. This is the truth in the middle. Right. <laughs> so it can see, is there actual Wi-Fi issues? Are there roaming challenges? Is the application performance impacted? Are there voice drops? And what's the actual problem here? Is it, yes, it's weak Wi-Fi signal and we can show it because we have the networking side showing this and the device showing that, therefore there's the result. But that's really it. It's so critical with these Zebra devices. You know, I think about them, they're typically deployed with warehouse workers, nurses, retail for inventory, and all of it is about efficiency. So, you know, by having this partnership with Zebra, we're able to actually bridge the gap and get people back to being efficient and the IT team that has to support it to be able to troubleshoot the problems faster. Absolutely. It is such a cool tool. And our current Zebra partners absolutely love this 360 vertical view. If it's something that you've not implemented with your Zebra products, it's certainly something I think you would benefit from at least getting a demo, seeing what is possible with it. There's just so much value add to Extreme that comes under the hood. Traditionally, I think a lot of people think of Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi management and they think speeds and feeds. And it's just very refreshing to see Extreme being a disruptor and being so innovative. So I'd like to take a little bit of a step back. I know we jumped right into a lot of the bundle value add, which I think is a really good topic to cover, especially with going to market with resellers and different verticals, maybe not so much in networking. Can you kind of take a step back and just talk a little more broadly about who Extreme is and why you're different. I'd love to. We did just kind of jump right in on things. So happy to share a little bit about Extreme, what I've learned in kind of my six years here. I love working here and it really comes down to us being disruptors. I love being kind of the underdog, challenger to the market, challenger to the status quo and innovators. That's really what we position ourselves at is our ultimate goal is to simplify and drive more value into networking products. If we were in the car industry, I'd call us Tesla doing the same thing in terms of innovating, disrupting, kind of a stale, stagnant market. That's really similar to us in the networking world. It's much of the same. Like our competitors are kind of slow, stale, pretty stagnant, not a lot of innovation, kind of just bolting on different solutions that they acquire and, and moving forward without much innovation. So we're here to shake things up. 
That's what gets us excited and what we aim to bring to those who partner with us. How do we bring that to life really though? It's through that cloud platform that comes in the bundle uh, that I mentioned earlier. So on one hand, that cloud platform provides glue for our entire portfolio. So our latest, greatest universal products to the first switch we ever invented 25 years ago, we can see it all in our cloud platform. So it's the glue that holds everything together, even including third parties. So we can see competitors' devices on our platform. We can see even non-networking devices on our platform. So like on one side, it's this central kind of rock and anchor for our strategy and for all of our products. But the other side of the coin is if we're being innovative, if we're trying to be disruptors, if we're trying to invent new things, we really need an agile platform to help us on this mission to do things like a good example is like a single license for all of our products. We have a single license SKU. Okay, so it's not like, you know, we have 100 products and 100 different licenses for all of them. We have 100 plus products and one license that you can just count up the quantity. Oh, I have three switches, eight access points. I need 11 licenses. So like that's just one small example of what we've done because of the agility that this platform affords us. And at the end of the day, like, you know, what do we do? We're ultimately a boutique networking only manufacturer. So we don't sell phones. We're not a competitor there. We don't make laptops. We don't sell server storage or any other sort of technology. Our sole focus is on the network. All of our R&D goes into this mission and everyone from CEO down to little old me is focused on the network, which is actually what helps us keep us so far ahead of our competitors. Absolutely. And I know personally that Extreme is doing very well in the marketplace, but can you touch on some of the awards you've won recently? I'm proud of this line and I know there's been a lot of peer reviews and things. Can you touch on that a little bit? Just to brag on our line just for a moment. Yeah. I mean, any partner that's listening in and saying, I'm kind of interested, I'm sort of leaning in, but I'm not necessarily fully bought in yet. What I want to impart on everybody is kind of the momentum and tailwind that we've been building inside of the industry for how we're going about doing things. So just some of the recent awards that I'm kind of most proud of, there's a slew of them, but kind of the top three, in my opinion, we were named the fastest growing cloud networking vendor. So we're growing faster than all of the competitors in the cloud networking space. The cloud platform that we've been talking about was named product of the year by CRN. So, you know, very reputable source that, you know, a lot of people turn to for insights and kind of what's around the corner. And then Gartner, the de facto barometer, continues to name us a leader in the wired and wireless space. We've been getting that award five years running. So those three really set the tone for the company that we are. And when people are partnering with us, whether that's a customer or a partner, helps you understand a little bit more about what you're going to get with us. And on top of that, again, if you don't know anything about us, a little fun fact that we have is that we're the official Wi-Fi and analytics provider for the NFL. NHL, Major League Baseball, NASCAR. Yeah. And then a couple of football teams from across the pond, Manchester United and Liverpool. So those are fun. On one side, it gives us a ton of activities all around the country to do. But these are some of the most complex wireless environments on the planet, right? You take a human that's 70% water and a poor Wi-Fi conductor by themselves and put 80,000 of them inside of a concrete bowl. It's a recipe for disaster. Right. Right. But we have a majority of the stadiums in each of those different disciplines and it continues to build. I mean, our oldest is the NFL. It dates back 12 years, that relationship. Some of the more recent ones are Major League Baseball and the NHL. Like this is 
growing, not shrinking. And it's because of our success there. So I always like to say we can find success in those complex environments. We do really well in healthcare, retail, manufacturing, and some of the other larger verticals that we support. But the other side of it is that it helps build kind of an instant bond of trust and credibility, right? For those that don't know who we are, people's sports teams, their favorite sport teams are so near and dear to their heart that it's not even just a hobby. It's a part of their identity, right? They're putting their babies in Clemson jerseys. They have stories of watching the Chicago Cubs with their grandparents. Like it's part of their identity. So we can build that bridge quickly to say, hey, we're driving the fan experience at those stadiums and we're supporting all the technology that runs inside of them. Again, phones, security cameras, signage, mobile point of sale, all that stuff runs on us. And again, in a very large scale manner, but all the way down to the smallest of small. So, oh man, Jeremiah, I feel like I have learned a lot today. We've talked about how the network can make or break our partner's go-to solution in its criticality in the market to every business today, regardless of vertical. We talked about the benefits of developing this practice. We parlayed that into probably what I think right now is the most simple and efficient bundle solution that can be made. I mean, you guys simplified it and got a really good starting point for partners to try out your network bundle in a box and just see why there's so much hype on the extreme solution right now. You know, you guys are just completely flipping the industry on its head with the innovation. Is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up today's session? I mean, you summed it up really well, Charles. I think my biggest takeaway here is a high functioning network is so critical. Again, anybody is listening that has kids, you know what happens when the Wi-Fi goes down. That is every business, right? We don't go back to hotels that have poor Wi-Fi. We leave the Starbucks when it's not supporting my, my conference call. We know the impacts of a poorly functioning network. So a high functioning one is so critical to every business. And we've made it dead simple for you to not only offer it with the bundle, but to be able to deliver even more value beyond that with the intelligence elements we spoke on and bring on an innovative partner like us to the table with you. So I just want to let everybody know that if this spoke to you, if there was interest in this bundle or the other solutions that we offer, you want to talk more, you want to see a demo of our cloud platform, you want to get into the more granular details, I'd just say ping your scan source rep. I'm happy to set up a call to go into greater detail. You know, we have so much momentum right now and we'd love to find other great partners out there that can help us on our mission to change the world here. So Charles, as always, thanks for being an awesome host for ScanSource, for being such an incredible partner of ours. I know, you know, your reseller community is in great hands and I'm just happy to ride alongside you guys. So appreciate it. We'd like to thank everyone for listening to our latest episode of Ready, Set, Scale. A special thank you to Jeremiah and Charles for all that great information. We hope you enjoyed and learned something new about networks. If you're interested in learning more, please reach out to your ScanSource rep today. Do you have a business question you've always wanted answered but haven't had the opportunity to ask? If the answer is yes, please visit ScanSource.com at RSSQuestion and submit your question. It could be featured on a future episode. Also, be sure to stay in touch and follow ScanSource on LinkedIn and Twitter for industry-related content as well as what's happening at ScanSource. Thank you for listening. And remember, thank ScanSource for all your technology needs.